New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today I'm hosting Carl Greer, and he's a practicing clinical psychologist, Jungian analyst, and a shamanic practitioner. And he is the author of Change the Story of Your Health, Using Shamanic and Jungian Techniques for Healing. Carl, welcome to the New Dimensions Cafe. Nice to be here, Justine. Thank you. It's nice to have you. I find your story fascinating. Joseph Campbell often said, you know, we get to midlife and we find our ladder alongside the wrong wall, (laughs) and we rarely do anything about it. And you did something about it. You were working in business and, and very successfully for a major portion of your life. And then when you turned 40, you went back to school. You became a psychotherapist. You became a Jungian analyst. I mean, that's no short program. It takes quite a bit of uh, education to do both of those. And then you travel the world and you studied shamanism. So you're an inspiration for us, Carl, that it's never too late to put your ladder against another wall if you are so inclined. I guess I was looking for things that fed my soul, and um, the choices I made successively did that. And I I certainly uh, enjoyed uh, business, but there was part of my life was lacking because of that. The psychology, you know, working as a healer, as a clinical psychologist, as a Jungian analyst, fed another part, and the shamanism fed another part. So I feel very grateful and fortunate. I've had the opportunities to have a good enough health to do it, and uh, the time and the resources to pursue these interests. And it's really made my life much, much richer than it would have been had I not done it. I know that the title of your book changed the story of your health. That's interesting that you're, it's not changed the idea of, of your health or, or whatever. It's changed the story of your health. So tell us, why is story important? I like the idea of what's the story we tell ourselves about whatever it is, and particularly about our own lives. It gives us a little detachment from it so that we no longer are having the story written for us by somebody else. It allows us to start to see what the story is and gives us a chance to be more of the author for it. So I think it's a good way to, for myself, think about reflecting on various aspects of my life, including my health. And I find it's been useful for other people to think about it in the same way. Then they can think about what chapters they want to think about, you know, in the overall life, what relationships, what my job, my psychology, uh, and so forth, and various aspects of their health. It just, uh, it's a good format that gives people, I think, more flexibility in making changes if they reflect on their story. And I know that you, in your book, besides having all of these wonderful, what do you call them? Uh, some are journeys, journeys. Some are working in nature. Some are uh, rituals and ceremonies. Right. You give us a little bit of guidance when you advise us to take an inventory of 
particular aspects of our health. And you talk about, like, maybe we could divide them into chapters. And the chapter on eating, drinking, and weight would be one chapter. Another chapter would be movement, exercise, flexibility, strength, balance, stamina. That's another chapter. Then a third chapter, sexuality, body image, body acceptance, and issues regarding aging like menopause and andropause. And then the last chapter that you suggest is symptoms of management for various chronic health conditions or addressing occasional or acute ailments. So these are really great guides, like, how do I start to write my story, you know? And so you're saying, okay, well, here's a way to start. Yes. Well, when you were thinking like that, you can say to yourself, not only what's wrong, but what's working. And uh, if I have an issue that's not working for me so well, when did it start? Is it related to something else in my life? And are uh, some of the psychological things going on for me affecting the way I'm uh, eating or exercising? So you start to give yourself more information by these reflections that gives yourself the opportunity to make changes because you have more information, changes in your lifestyle so that you can become more healthy. You also suggest that we give a title to each of these chapters. Why title it? Well, then we can start thinking, uh, instead of just our left brain, you know, didactically, a lot of words, but in themes, you know, I'm very impatient, for example. I'm impatient when I eat. I'm impatient to get good health results. And so a chapter title could be the man who never wanted to wait uh, or the woman who never wanted to wait the man or the woman who could never get to where they wanted to get. And just by saying it like that, that gives you another little glimpse of something that might down the road help you to change it and say, hey, you know, I don't like to be stuck in quicksand all the time. What can I do to be different? What would be another vision for that? Well, now instead of, you know, quicksand, maybe I'm going to kind of surf through it a little bit or swim through it differently. I really believe, Justine, that these mental images that we have can shift stuff inside of us. It's like medicine. It's new information for all of our systems that can allow us to make changes. So this kind of goes along with your Jungian work where Jung talks about archetypes and themes. Yes. When we're working with our stories in these unconscious realms, we may get a, an image or a symbol that comes up that contains information that allows us to heal. For example, in allopathic medicine, medicine has information that it gives to ourselves. Homeopathic medicine has vibrational information. And symbols or thoughts and emotions have information that gives to our bodies. And so if we can have more control over how we work with symbols or our images, we can be more effectual in our healing. So what about dreams? I know that dreams were very important to Jung. How would you suggest that we work with our dreams? Well, first to uh, acknowledge that they are important, that they have valuable information. And, uh, you know, dream work is a big topic, but just uh, intend to remember your dreams, write them down, uh, say them to yourself a couple of times, uh, work with key images to see what associations you uh, have to them interact with them. I, I talked about dialoguing uh, earlier, you know, interact with them, ask questions about it, see where in your waking life the dream energies are applying. And then as a result of working with the dream, uh, what changes do you want to make in your everyday life? 
You're not suggesting that we go to a dream dictionary and say, oh, well, I dreamed about a fox and therefore it means this or that or the other. No, no, no. A person can dream about being in a kitchen and somebody can say, oh, kitchens mean transformation. But when you ask the person to associate with it, they say, oh, yeah, I'm thinking that's when my grandmother died and we were all together having a a sunny meal. The impact of that dream may be the death of a grandmotherly figure. Another... uh, phrase that you use and you talk about in your book that really popped out at me, and it's also the work of Carl Jung, had to do with synchronicities. Mm -hmm. You encourage us to watch for synchronicities and that even as we pay more attention to them, they seem to happen more Mm. often. What do you mean by that? Well, if we have an attitude of wonderment and awe of this life that we're living, we open ourselves to these magical moments. And then you can start to reflect on that and just be open to it. And I'll say, oh, I wonder if this means that. And so we, we are getting more information than we otherwise would have had that can be useful in helping us change our stories. How do we tell the difference between, oh, it's a coincidence or it's uh, a synchronicity? I, I don't know if we have to. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't know if we have to. Jung talks about it. it's an a-causal thing. Like, I'm thinking of somebody and they call me. So that would be a synchronistic uh, right. event. And uh, if it, it has meaning for you, then yeah, that's yeah, right. enough. Yes. Huh? And, and just the fact that you thought about it doesn't mean that they called you. That would be the acausal. But it's like a part of a bigger pattern. It allows us to see that we're in a mysterious world. There's a lot of things are happening all at once, and we have a part in it, but we don't always know exactly what our part is. There's something very comforting about that, isn't it? There, uh, I feel it is. Yeah. Because To me, that allows us to think about, even though there's violence and and deprivation, I believe that the universe, the source, has an agape kind of love. I don't quite understand all of its nuances, but I think there's a loving aspect to this universe. Well, Carl, I want to thank you so much. I mean, there's so much more that we could cover in this, and I, I suggest that people pick up your book and really look for themselves. Thank you so much for being with us, Carl. Thank you. I've been with Dr. Carl Greer, and he is the author of Change, the Story of Your Health, Using Shamanic and Jungian Techniques for Healing. And if you want to know more about his work, you can go to his website, carlgreer.com, and he spells his name Carl with a C, or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I'm Justine Willis-Toms. I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you to please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a 1,000 hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org. New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You, too, can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.